Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Κατέβασε και εσύ το Beton Alpha app και μην χάσεις ούτε ένα γκολ. Beton Alpha. Ανεβήκαμε κατηγορία. Edo, welcome to No Choftes, powered by Bets on Alpha. I'm still, I have got the returning Roy. How you doing, young man? I'm fine, man, I'm fine. Uh, needed holiday, uh, so mm. now I'm back. Actually, I'll go back late. Uh, basically, Saturday morning, let's say, wow. early hours of Saturday. So, yeah, I was um, yeah. glad to be back. But I had a, a good time on my holidays. I needed that a lot. And yeah, um, sat down to watch Omonia, even though, okay, I, I watched the game against Tapuel while I was on holiday as well. But yeah, um, uh, we got the three points in the end. There's definitely some good things we can talk about. But again, overall, uh, We are still depending on what other teams are going to do to see if we're going to be in the top six, which, you know, we've said many times is definitely not the target we were aiming for at the beginning of the season. But it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, uh, again today, uh, a few changes after uh, Wednesday's game. Karnodis also had some players out. But overall, uh, like I said, my, I'm going to keep a few things from today's game and others I'm going to throw out the window. What, what do you think? Uh, okay, well... Uh, do you know what, to be honest, mate, I'm not going to lie, I'm just going to say I, I don't feel anything. I actually don't feel anything. And maybe it's because of circumstances that's been happening all season. Maybe it's because of the managerial changes. Maybe it's because of the managerial appointment. Maybe because it just seems to me that some players just don't want to play at the club anymore. And I'm com completely losing like any motivation and any interest in doing this pod anymore. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I feel actually drained. Like, I feel like... Every time we're about to do a pod, I just feel like I can't be bothered. Just can't be bothered. Because what normally happens is we saw the Upper World game, right? I, mean, I don't know if you saw the, the pod for the Upper World game. It was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, we won the game. Great. Fantastic. We're really pleased with the result. But we just know some, some bullshit is around the corner. You know, you just, and you know, even today when we, when we scored the winner, yeah, I was happy. I was celebrating. But part of me was thinking, what does it even mean? 
what what does it even mean if we get into the top six? Because if Salamina don't get a result against Upperwell, we're in the top six. So we're playing teams that are better than us in, in, in every way. Like in every way. Defensively, going forward, in the middle of the park, tactically. So what's the fucking point? Like I don't see the point. I honestly don't. I mean, look, I saw Humble on the television on Total Green talking about top six and... I know a few other players are happy that we've got a chance of getting into top six, but how can we celebrate getting into top six? Like I saw Abolon celebrating their winner against Ayek here in the 97th minute. And look, you can say, you know, injury time goal, Varda scored, all the shit that's been happening to them in the season, and they're happy to get top six. I'm like, right, you lot are the champions, and you're celebrating getting into top six. It don't mean nothing, because really and truly, yeah, if Buffer don't win the cup, well, what does that mean? Like, if Buffer win the cup, then there's an extra European spot, yeah, which is fourth place. But if Buffer don't win the cup, and and what does it mean? What does top six even mean? So to be honest, bro, like I was, I was saying to myself, I want just get bottom eight, just get bottom eight. It's not point because at least we can focus on on the cup. At least we can focus on the cup. And even by some miracle, if we win it, we can say, ah, you know, okay, we've qualified for Europe through the back door again. Yeah. But now, there's a strong possibility we're going to be the top six to play up well twice again. We've, they've beaten us 28 times out of like 31. We're playing Abolon twice. We're going to play Aris twice. And we're going to play Buffer twice. And Ayek twice. I'm like, what fucking chance have we got, man? Like, what, what chance have we got? Because on, on the basis of today's performance, yeah, I'd say we've got no fucking chance. No fucking chance whatsoever. Yeah. Hey, look at this. Yeah. Liverpool winning 7-0. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, good luck yeah. to him, man. Good luck to him. Man United are back. Okay. Mm. Anyway. So, Listen, as you were. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you with the essence of what you are saying. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, the victory against Tabuel uh, was just uh, gave us a lifeline. And uh, the examples of which we played well this season were the exceptions and not the rule. And like we said, uh, Winning up well and going to to the semi-final doesn't change all the things that we've done wrong this season. And uh, I was happy to see Andreas uh, Dimitriou uh, say exactly that, that the seasons will not change no matter what happens. Uh, so I was happy to see that. Uh, Okay, for, for me, um, even though, I, like I said, I agree with the essence of the things you said and that from the teams in the top six, we are the weakest link. Uh, what I can say is that even this underestimated uh, target that we have set, which is making top six, uh, for me, I wanted it. You know, I, I, I want to be, even if it's for the prestige, even if it's for... You know, not to repeat the worst 
position in the club's history, which was last season. Um, some might say that on the one hand, like similarly to last season when we played in the second group and we could concentrate on the cup with the Lennon, and it worked out for us because, you know, two of the games we played were with 10 men. So if we hadn't had like a fresh feet on the ground, uh, we couldn't have uh, made it through. So this is different playing against the likes of Aris, Pafos, Abuel, like, like you said. And uh, the intensity of these games is going to be a lot different and then have to play for the cup. But some might say that it's better to play on that level so you can be better prepared for what's to come. Like I said, even if we do win the Capre Stelmo, uh, it won't change the overall impression I have for this season like it didn't last year. But hopefully it's like what they say, shame on you if you fool me once, shame on me if you fool me twice. So unless big changes happen to the club this summer. Uh, even winning the cup is not going to change. Okay, obviously, from a financial perspective. Ah, uh, here we go. Now we get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. No, what, what I'm saying is that, you know, fi financially, for sure, it's going it, to it's, it's help you uh, build a team a lot easier because you, you can't ignore the fact that you've got Papa Stavru who wants to change the deal with the Somadio. And obviously, it's all about the money in the long run or the short run or whatever, no matter how we want to put it. So if we don't make, uh, if we don't get a European spot, there's going to be a deficit of a few million. So I'm pretty sure that's going to affect the. the planning of, of, of the next season, because like I said, it's not just uh, in, in comparison to last season when nine players left and you didn't have to compensate them. This season, there's going to be quite a few players that are going to, you're going to need to compensate or break the contract so they can leave. So that's, if you don't go to Europe, that's a deficit. There are a few million. Then you have to pay players. Then you have to bring in other players. Then you have to, probably splash out quite a few for the probably a new manager if we do decide to get a new manager and you need to uh, reinforce and, and help your scouting team maybe your physical team Omonia needs to be reconstructed from the beginning you know and there has to be a long term plan because you, you can't I agree that this season even if we do manage to nick the cup the only thing that's going to help is is the financial perspective, not not what's needed, you know. So so this is it. This is how I see it. I, I don't, I'm not very sure uh, if you want to talk about the game today. Uh, for me, like I said, it's it was the end of a uh, of 26 games that the majority of these games we were quite bad you know it yeah. sums up the the beginning of the, the end of yeah. 
η αστάθεια, η, η κακή πολλές φορές εικόνα της ομάδας, τα λάθη, ε, η αγωνιστική κακή εικόνα, οι αλλαγές των προπονητών, η, 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 η διαφωνία μεταξύ σωματίου και διοίκησης της εταιρείας και όλα αυτά. Απλά είχαμε ένα παιχνίδι σήμερα, το οποίο και πάλι εξαρτούμαστε από άλλους, θα μπούμε εξάδα. Αλλά εντάξει, δεν ξέρω. Ή θέλετε να, να πούμε λίγο για παιχνίδι, θέλετε να πιστεύω λίγο γενικά. Anyway, I don't think we're gonna talk much. We're gonna keep it short, like we have been doing the last few weeks with the pod, because really and truly there's nothing much that we can say. We're also waiting for οποιασδήποτε εξελίξεις μπορούν να υπάρχουν. So, yeah, that's it for me. I don't know if you want to start talking. I'm going to put up some messages because there's quite a few messages here. So, if yeah. you want to say something. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> Garmiodis had five players out through virus. Um, and then they had to make two substitutions. They're opening 20 minutes. I remember... Shraddy having a chance in the opening few minutes. I remember Humble having a chance in the opening few minutes. Um, but Gadmiodiso looked more dangerous on the counter-attack. And you know what? First half, I was just like fed up, man. I was like watching this game and I'm thinking, God, it's just so static, isn't it? You know, Gadmiodiso got 5-4-1. Our players are pushing up really, really high. There, there was no movement through the middle. No players trying to break the lines. It was just long ball to the wings. Try to thread the ball down the wings. It was just, it was turgid, man. It was crap. It was rubbish. It was absolutely rubbish, you know? And it's almost as if it seemed to me that we've got this new system now where we either hit the ball long or we put the ball out wide and hit it into the box. I'm thinking, is, is this what it is now? Is this what it's come to? Like, we're, we're shithousing wins, but it's not even a convincing shithouse, yeah. you know? Like, today, all right, up until the equaliser, we looked pretty shit, to be honest. And then Guggles' bit of magic, playing it to Karim, and Karim's finish was brilliant, and that woke us up a little bit. But it wasn't like we were knocking on the door. I, I don't remember... You know, Spodialic's having much to do. He had that one great save from, from Gagul Liz free kick. And then obviously the Hector Eustace guy, who, you know, for God knows how long we've been calling him Hector Useless, he became Hector Useful, albeit for, you know, one game or two games in a row, I guess. But we, we can't sit here and talk about progress. We can't sit here and talk about things improving and... and moving on and kicking on with, with this group of players, especially after a performance like that. And you know what? Last Garth's winners are great. You know, great to score a last-minute winner. Fantastic. Again, it's just like, God, we didn't... We did we did nothing for the majority of that game. We did nothing. It just, I just feel empty. Like, I feel completely empty, bro. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I just... Um, I've been struggling to, to do these podcasts for the past couple of months now, but the past 
three weeks. In fact, since I came back from Cyprus, I've been struggling because I don't feel like anything at the moment. I don't, I don't feel anything. I, I, and the thing is, I just think to myself, exactly what you said, like, okay, new technical director, things might change in the summer, this and that, this and that. But th there have been no signs, no signs whatsoever that things are going to change. None whatsoever. And I don't believe a word that comes out of anyone's mouth from that club. Not one. Don't believe it. Because it's just all smoke and mirrors. That's all it is. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm just sick to death of this club, in all fairness. I think it's, as I said, when I did that show on my own after the um, after the loss against Abolon, the 2-0 the in, the, in the league, it's cancerous from top to bottom. Um, people are getting a free ride at the club on and off the pitch. Um, you know, this comment here, we took our chance until the last minute. Well, listen, I'm, I'm sorry to say this and I'm sorry to be Mr. Negative here, but it makes me sick when I hear fans say, well, they tried right until the last minute. Well, I'm sorry. What, what do, do players like clock out? Like it's a job, like on 90 minutes, they just clock out or the 70th minute they clock out. Like, you're meant to play from the first minute to the last. I I, I, I saw someone say to me, that I heard, sorry, someone say to me the other day, they're showing more of an effort. Effort is a fucking given. It's a given. I'm not having not this. Not at this club this season. No, I know, but but this is what I'm saying. Like, it was just like after the upper world game. Like, where has this been all season? Where has this fight and this heart been all season? And people are going to say, well, yeah, maybe the tide is turning a little bit. It's not going to turn. It's not going to turn because up until the last 20 minutes a day, we were dog shit. We were dog shit. Had no ideas. No imagination. Gitzels went missing for the goal. Like, he completely misjudged the cross. Poor defensive. No one really tried to, to close down Gatsa. And by the time they did, it was too little, too late. Gagnodisa looked more threatening than us going forward. As I said, how many goalkeepers, how many saves did their goalkeeper have to make second half? Apart from that Gagoli shot, I can't remember him having to do much. So again, you know, it's smash and grab again. And yeah, listen, I, I always used to say like, give me, you know, 26 one nils, right? It doesn't matter how bad we play, as long as we win these games. And today we play badly and we won. But again, it's like, it's effectively a meaningless game. Effectively, it's meaningless. Because to a lot of these players, yeah, they, they don't want to be playing against your Doxas. They don't want to be playing against Akrita. They, they'd rather be playing the big games. But what for? Because apart from Anrostasi at home, which we won and we were lucky to just about beat them. Apart from Abolon at home, which again, we were lucky to beat them. Aris pammed us at home. Right? Away from home, we just about got a draw. We weren't talking about the uh, the Aboil results. We beat Ike at home the uh, beginning of the season. Aris, okay. Ike could have beat, yeah. yeah. Last, was it last minute goal? After being 2-0 uh, up? Yeah, it was towards the end when Fordy scored the goal, yeah. Fordy scored yeah. that goal. But, yeah. but we were 2-0 up and then we, we blew it. Oh, listen, I'm not trying to defend. Listen, I'm not trying to defend or I'm not trying to... Uh, make things seem better than what they really are. But, you know, we, we've, we've got two choices. We, are, we either can say, you know what, let's just fucking wrap it up and we'll start the pod next season. 
or we're just going to have to, you know, go through this painful sort of half hour, 40 minutes where we re repeat, where we repeat ourselves. But whether we like it or not, there's still games to be played. And, you know, when we started the pod, we said that, you know, no matter what, win or lose, we're going we're gonna to be there. We're here also for, for the people who are watching us. And we're going to discuss. Now, definitely, you can't change the players at the moment. It doesn't seem like you're going to change the manager till the end of the season, no matter what happens. So, no, because he's the chosen one. He's the chosen one. He's he's the the prodigal son. He's returned. He's decided to go from from a yellow and blue to to green. He's remembered his his uh, favorite club yeah, again. Even, and... even so, listen, you, you, I think you might be paying too much attention to this thing. Uh, I I understand that you know, uh, letting Yannick leave didn't didn't find you very you know you didn't agree with that move and and it further. Yeah, but, well, yeah, but the thing is, yeah, like it was it isn't just about Yannick leaving. It's the way that this club treats the players. It's the way that this club treats sorry, this the, the way this club treats certain players, right? And the way that they, they go about their business and how other players, you know, players are, are left in the dark about their contracts and, and they're just let go without even so much as a thank you or a goodbye. The lack of professionalism. And then the, the media machine that comes out, how this, you know, I'm sure you saw this the other day with that fucking, that football agency, you know, thanked the CEO of Omonia for his professionalism when the guy clearly isn't fucking professional at all. And this, this bullshit that fans are being fed left, right and centre by whoever it is, someone at the top telling certain people to say things to the press or certain things being leaked. And it's like, I, I see through it. I see through the bullshit. You know, and look, so I will make it 100% clear. So Froni would have never been my fucking choice. I don't like him. I don't want him at this club, but I'm going to have to back him because this is what we've got right now. Um, but the fact is, beating Garmi Odessa and beating Olympia Goz doesn't impress me. A smash and grab win against. No, it doesn't. Does it a, smash and grab, a smash and grab win against Abuel, yeah, in the cup, yeah, doesn't impress me, right? And the fact is, the way that... I, th I think I, I blame myself a lot for this as well because reading people's responses to, to us bringing this coach in, he's done nothing to me. I don't actually have anything personal against him. Like, I don't... But reading all these comments like, oh, he's the best option and he knows the separate league and he knows this and he knows that. I'm like, is, is this what we're going off? Is, is this, this is our level now. Like we went from a head coach who did it all at club level, who came in, who won us the league title, built a squad. He was shot on for results, for bad results. Then they brought in Lennon, who I knew was going to be a fucking disaster. But hey, what the fuck do I know? But he won the cup. And they were brought in Ferreira we saying, right, let's stick to this guy because he's got some kind of strategy. He's got some idea. And we thought, we actually generally thought on this pod, he's the guy that they've brought in now. There's no more excuses that he's the guy. So they're going to back him and they're going to do what they can. And then you see what happened in January, right? And there's a lot that I can repeat on this pod, which I'm not going to do just yet. I'm waiting for the right time. And when the time comes, I'm going to unleash. I'm going to fuck. So then they sack him. 
And the same day they sack him, they're bringing this guy. And I'm sorry, when it's like when people were giving Ferreira a, a bad time when he first joined the club because of his CV. And he, as we said, he was on a hiding to nothing when he first got the job. Well, do you know what? For me, Sofran is on a hiding to nothing when he got this job because did he get it on merit? Or did he get it because someone knows him or someone thinks that because in Gibraltar's is that is that what it is? So no, I don't I don't rate him tactically. As we've seen in the past couple of games, yeah, we've grafted and we've ground out victories, but there was nothing there that made me think he can do something long term with these players. Now, as you said, Roy, a lot of them are on contracts, and we need to break the contracts for for them to leave. And if that were to happen, would they, would they back him like Upworld backed him last summer? No fucking chance. So the whole club is a fucking joke. It's a fucking joke from the training facilities to the way that they handle business to the way that they, they operate from a, from various perspectives. I don't want to go into it because, like I said, I'm just fucking tired, man. I'm just tired. I don't. I, I think about doing the pod. It's like when you said to me, what time shall we go? And you, I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm not going to be home until gone 20 to 26. Sorry, 20 to 6. And you're like, yeah, don't worry. We can do, we'll be doing an hour somewhere. And I'm like, do I really want to do this? I can't be fucking bothered. I can't be bothered because I, every time I, I start hosting this show, I'm like, eh, do And like, now I'm like, fuck this shit. I can't be bothered because for whose benefit am I doing this for? Whose benefit are we doing this for? Because we used to have fun doing it. And it's even through the bad times last season when we were playing fucking bike in the in Group B, we were having fun with it. At least like we we had some. Some, something to, to banter each other about or something that even people would get involved. And I see like 86 people watching live. I'm like, these lot, like, why are you even watching the show? Like, why are you watching what we have to say? Because I, I don't have anything positive to say. Like, what? go go watch another Ormonia podcast, if there is one. Uh, watch Total Green if you want to see happiness and people doing, no, no disrespect, right? If you want to see happiness and people doing cartwheels and dressing it up, watch Total Green or, or watch any other Ormonia podcast where everyone's happy. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm fed up. I'm fed up. I'm actually sick to death of this club. Bro, when I came to Cyprus, yeah, people saying to me, you're going to go to watch the game with, with Roy. I says, fuck no. Why the fuck do I want to go watch this shit for? What for? So I can go spend money on the ticket and, and go through the fuss of sitting there watching this fucking shit when I know there's some dickhead in the fucking, in the press, in, not in the press box, but in the director's box, whatever, not knowing what the fuck he's doing. Right, just sacking people left, right, and center because he want to wants to walk around with his fucking two inch dick, saying, "Look at my massive hard on." I run this club. I've got a massive hard on. Look, it's two inches. I don't have no time for this shit. Fuck this. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, it is what it is. Unfortunately, you know, I, I, there's not much I can defend. You know, the, the team makes it very difficult to defend any of the things you're saying. But uh, on the other hand, you know, έχουμε ακόμα υποχρώσεις, έχουμε παιχνίδια, δώσουμε και... I don't know, it's like I said. You, you want to just wrap it up and say, okay, we'll see till next season. I, I think we shouldn't, we shouldn't do that, man. You know, if well, you want, we can discuss about other things. We can, we can ask the people watching us if, if they'd like us, they'd like to see us do other things or talk about other stuff other than football, maybe, and try and have a bit more fun with it. Because the truth is that every, everyone is drained. Everyone's feeling exhausted. Everyone's got his opinion. And uh, definitely a couple of wins don't, don't change that, you know. It's not, it's not enough to change the things that the fans are feeling. 
and the negativity and the toxicity that to a certain extent rightly so people are feeling but whether we like it or not we still have games to play for this is our team this is this is what we the same way we can't change the players and these are the players we we've got till the end we've got this manager whether you you like him or dislike him or not you I'm not talking about you per se because there's other who agree with you uh, as well αλλά εντάξει ρε φίλε, ας πούμε στο τέλος της ημέρας ε, είμαστε μπέ που είμαστε ε, ε, εμείς που κάνουμε και το πότ ας πούμε και εγώ που φτιάχνω στην τηλεόραση την επόμενη ημέρα οφείλω να, να πω κάποια πράγματα να, να συζητήσουμε είτε για το παιχνίδι είτε να επαναλαμβάνω τα ίδια πράγματα εγώ την δεδομένη στιγμή επαναλαμβάνω ε, έκανα βουκούες ρε Ρε, χάσα τέσσερα κιλά επειδή θα κοπές και πάρα δυόμιση, ρε. Αλλά ήξερα, μπορεί να πω αξιούριστο, δεν καταλάβω. Αν ήξερα για κρυπτο, ρε, αντί μου. Όπως και να ναι, if there's anything you guys want to talk about, I don't know, θέλω να μιλώ για μουσική, θέλω να μιλώ για There were some decent performances out there today. Yeah, I was, I was glad to see Gugli back. I know obviously he came off the bench the other day, but I was glad to see him getting more minutes. Glad to see him. He, he looked sharp as well. Yeah. Um, so that, that's, that's good to see because obviously him pulling up with a hammy, I thought, ah, here we go. He's, he, he might not be the same player. But um, that, that burst of pace at the end where he got the player sent off, that was, that was brilliant. His cross for, for Karim's goal was brilliant. You know, Karim, another another good performance when he came on. Um, you know, he's hitting form now, which obviously is not <laughs> is not ideal. But at the same time, you know, if if it means us chasing top six or getting a European place by winning the cup, and he continues that form, great, brilliant. Um, Besedin was a little bit disappointing today for me. But what I will say, I, I have liked him since he's come. Not okay. He came with a lot of controversy, and I still don't um, condone what he was, what he said in the past. But you can clearly tell that he's he's very good at pressing. He's very good at being physical. Um, very good at really being a bit of a problem to defenders. Um, Shradi, I don't know what happened with him, why he came off, but he looked pretty decent. When uh, when he played, and uh, do you know what? Uh, with this guy, with this guy, is he going to be one of those players where, when he eventually does leave, we're going to be like, you know what? He he had something, but for some reason we just couldn't get it from him. Can you say that for other players as well? And another thing, because there's people who say that uh, Besedin is not bad, and Kagulis is again this season one of the better players or last year we were talking about how he was the most improved and this player this season again he's uh he's he's playing really well and Kareem has started playing well the last few games as well so that's three strikers would you be happy going into the new season with with them three as no no never no no chance no fucking chance yeah it, it, it would be suicidal to do that It's yeah. like you're sabotaging your season before it even started to think that those players are going to... Nah. Sorry, sorry, man. <laughs> It's good. 
it's an it's a joke here in Cyprus. This Camelot is a is an advert they've got like playing on almost fucking twenty four seven on TV, and it's like an ad that goes for about two three minutes, and this guy advertising water. And so this guy's like, "Are you are you happy with that?" Is Evalentoganeras? Because I'm like, let's talk about something else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bravo, Andy. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was because you know people saying Karim is good and Kagu is good and Besedin is not bad. So I was wondering, you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah I am pleased with you. We, we we can't we can't go into the next season with with those three as our main strikers. Look, I said this once and I'll keep saying this: Buffalo are going to improve, Adis are going to improve, Ayak are going to improve, Abuel sure as hell going to improve, Abolon I'm pretty sure going to improve in the summer. There, there's going to be loads of changes at clubs. And the scary thing is that I can see Buffer and Aris going absolutely batshit crazy in the in the transfer window, bringing in bigger signings, bigger names, uh, bigger quality players. And we're going to be like, have you got any loan players? Have Baralimni got any players we can bring in on loan? That's just the fucking crux of it. I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm so super super skeptical, like super skeptical about how things are done. And look, on the one hand, you could argue still, you know, they're keeping everything hush hush, and you know, there's there's a um, track record of things being very very quiet at this club, and decisions aren't made, and it's not very often things get leaked, unless it's a managerial sacking. But anyway. So perhaps there is something on the horizon. Someone messaged me yesterday saying, Stel, what do you make of Red Bull? I said, what? He goes, Red Bull. Haven't you heard? I'm like, no. Apparently, Red Bull are interested in, in being, having the naming rights to our new stadium, if and when it's ever built. And I, I, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to laugh because obviously people are telling me different things and I hear so much, so much stuff. And I thought, you know what, either someone that's given you that information, mate, is pulling your leg or it's just utter nonsense as, as it normally is. Um, so, and again, I'm, I've, been, I've been digressing here, but what I'm, what I'm trying to get at is because everything is so tight-lipped, maybe, maybe something big might happen in the summer and they might just throw it in our face and say, here you go, bang, this is what we've been preparing for for months. But given their track record, I, I can't stay positive. Okay, so let, let, let's talk hypothetically. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I do understand how you and everyone else watching are, you know, skeptical and disappointed. So am I. I'm one of these people. So I don't think there's a, a single Omonia fan who sees things positively at the moment. But, you know, we, we have to find the strength. <clears throat> to finish the season, no matter how painful it is. <clears throat> and like I said, especially for us that we're doing the pod, yeah, we're not having as much fun as we used to. We're not enjoying it. It's difficult. It's toxic. It's I'm, I'm repeat, We're repeating ourselves all the time. And uh, like you said, the fact that they keep it on the hush doesn't make it easy for us to, to talk about new stuff. It's not as if, you know, that every week there's something new or something that we can't discuss about. So whatever discussion we're doing is, is like hypothetical. So yeah. what would you like to see in this club to sort of change your mind and change the way you're feeling at the moment? Like, but realistically, 
how would you see this thing? So, like, the season finishes, okay. Like I said, if we do enter Europe or we don't enter Europe, for me, it's going to make a difference, for sure, okay, financially. But from that point onwards, how do you see this this club moving forward? How What would you like to see happening in this club? Well, you said realistically. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to try and be as, as realistic as possible. Um, right, so I, I want promises kept, yeah? I want promises kept. So when I hear we're bringing in a, a sporting director, okay, where is he? Where, where is he? Now, there, there may, there's probably circumstances which are preventing him from getting a job now or whether it be the end of the season. But what I don't like is like people being left on, a, on on the edge of a cliff, like a cliffhanger. You know, the end of end of series three, and the person is on the edge of the cliff. Are they going to fall? Are they not? Oh wait, give it six more months, and then we're going to find out because that's when the new series starts. This is what they're doing. They told us we've got a new sporting director coming in. That was when November, December. When it was first announced that they're, they're interviewing people or they're going to start looking for, was it October? Yeah, it's been some time, yeah. Yeah, right. Where is he? So do we believe that they found someone or do we believe that they've said it to keep us shut? So again, I, I, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. Yeah, so that's the first yep. thing I, I would like, I, ideally, to, to not to know exactly who he is, but at least to have someone like we've got him, it's done, like he's, he's signed. Don't tell me who he is, but at least say we've got someone and he's going to join us in the summer. So at least we can say, right, at least we know that the guy can be prepare, preparing from now until when he officially starts. But they're not even saying that. So they're, they're just feeding us this old, oh, there's, a, there's a sporting director coming in, but the, what? Where, where is he? Who? Again, I don't care who he is. I just need to know that it's signed and sealed because we've seen before players come to Cyprus or come to come to the hotel and then they decide that they want to go away. Lancaze doesn't get signed. And again, I don't have a problem with him not being here because he's a prick, but this is what I'm saying. So that, that's the first realistic thing I want for them to turn around and say to us, we've got someone, it's all signed and sealed. He's not starting until the summer and we're not going to announce him until the summer. Fine. Is that realistic? Is yeah. that realistic? I, mean, I, 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 I can't say much about this. I agree with you, but for, from what I know with the technical director, it's, it's not so much something to do with, with our club. It's something uh, personal, some circumstances that they haven't okay. announced him yet. But, yeah, but okay, you never know what, what can happen, you know, because some, some things, and in this case, I think it's, it's not the fault of the team. But anyway, we'll have to wait and see. But I agree with you that, yeah, uh, this thing should have already been announced. But uh, I know some things that, you know... Um, okay, we, we, we won't talk about those things. We won't, we won't mention those things. But what I'm saying yeah, is we'll my, realis my realistic wish, the first one, is to get this done. Just put out a press conference and say, or press release, or get Andrea to come out to say, right, you know, we've got him in the bag. He's coming at the end of the season or the beginning of the summer. And then that's, that's what it is. Right. So my, my second wish, right, my second yeah. wish, realistically, is for 
the dick measuring contest between, you know, Hitler and the Somadia, just get it sorted. Yeah? Because the only people that are suffering are the fans. Yeah? The only people who are stuck now are the fans. Because we know, we know that deep down, deep down, if this does not get resolved, we're just going to do that. We're going to flatline. We know it. Yeah. Just get it resolved. Sort it out. Speak every day if you have to. Don't let your egos get in the way. Yeah, it's that simple. Don't let your egos get in the way because your egos have caused a big part of this problem because it's a domino effect. The yeah. egos haven't haven't sorted out their differences, which means the, the the players are looking at that and they're looking at social media and they're seeing the fans getting pissed off about this and that situation, and they're putting in subpar performances and they're hiding behind the politics that's happening upstairs. But I've said this before, it's an invisibility cloak. The, the, the ego, uh, you know, when you've got two balls hitting each other, not nuts, but balls as in the, the animals, horns. <laughs> rams, let's say rams, let's, let's keep that better, yeah? So I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, right, because of this shit that's happening at the top, the people at the bottom, i.e. the players, feel they can get away with whatever they want. Yeah? So that's my second wish. Two wishes, yeah? You're the genie, genie of the right lamp. Do you want me to rub you? You know? Give me three The wishes. right way, baby. <laughs> the rub way. That's the rub way? The right way. Here you go. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my second one. Get that sorted. Right? So you go technical director and you got a spoiling director, sorry, and you got that issue with the somatic sorted. The third issue, this is going to be the big one. This is going to be the big one, which is going to be the, the biggest wish out of all of them, but realistic, realistic. I want, if Sofroni is the guy, if he's the guy, yeah? If the sporting director sees him and says, right, this is the guy that we're going to back. If, if, okay? Again, hypothetically. I want them to sit Sofroni down, right? Right. How many of these players do you want next season? How many do you want to get rid of next season? Make a list of them. And we'll do our best to get rid of them. Because I could tell you now, bro, I could tell you now. Yeah. There are players in this squad that either don't want to be here anymore because they're just pissed off with what's going on, or they don't want to be here anymore because they just don't give a shit. Or they don't want to be here because they've lost all motivation. So perhaps Sofran needs to sit down with the players at the end of the season before they pack their bags and go on holiday, because like, that's what they usually do. Last day of the season, they pack their bags and they're ready to go. So once the game finishes, they can go home, get on the plane, go to whichever country they want to go to, the Maldives or the West Indies or Dubai or wherever they want to go. You know, or maybe it's just a Premier League football today. I want to sit down with these players. Hands up if you still want to be here next season. Honestly, hands up if you still want to, if you still give a shit about this club and give a shit about the fans who you've let down all season, the 9,000 supporters that bought season tickets that don't show up anymore because you've let them down, or the people that bought the privilege, privilege card that bumped up your bonuses, whatever bonuses they get, yeah, you've let them down. If you don't want to stay, put your name down on the sheet of paper like a register. And we'll do what we can to get rid. It's that simple. 
It's that simple. We as supporters now need to turn around and say to everyone, do you want to be here next season or do you want to leave? Do you piss standing up or do you piss sitting down? It's that simple. Because I don't want players that piss when they're sitting down. Yeah? It's that simple. Anyway. Right. Those are my three wishes. But the, 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 the unrealistic wish is for a Saudi or an Arab to come and buy the club and completely wipe it clean. Yeah? Build a new stadium. Build a new training ground. But that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Not going to fucking happen. With a club with nine million in debt. Without a fucking training ground. Without a stadium. Well... We know who's to blame for that as well. But yeah, so those are my wishes, young man. What about your wishes? What do you want for Christmas there, Roy? What do you want for Christmas? Eh, dacă se refere, gîi dașu, bo, nu mi zău de, e bine la bani, to diendo ideal, e ce to diendo realistic, unde to di felo, e bolnavia fără de capramada. O son, ce moderno gîi ne do bolos felo, o son barabano e involtă lefta mesa. Ε, σίγουρα απομακρύνεται που γίνον που ideal είναι να θέλω εγώ για την ομάδα μου. Ε, I have uh, made this uh, analogy in the past and I said that uh, football nowadays is like uh, an ice cream that you drop in a pile of shit and you pick it up and you eat it because, you know, you eat the shit just because you want to get to the ice cream as well. This is what's football to me the last few years, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know what, what I would uh, what I would say if, if, if there is a, an agreement reached between Papa Stavro and the Somadio, uh, I think that uh, the Somadio should at least try and, and put as many guarantees possible there to Papa Stavro because obviously if Papa Stavro wants the club for eternity and he wants an Indadeka to Ibedon that the, the Somadio should come up and say, okay, listen, uh, we've been saying that the, you should have, for example, 4 million minimum uh, budget. This goes to 10, 12 million. And every three, four years, depending on the changes, we can sit down and talk about it. Thelis na piasis to Ilias Pullos, axizzi to saeka domiria. Aftelis na piasis esi. Βάρτο και σε δύο χρόνια πράγεις έτοιμο. Το ύπεδο σε πέντε χρόνια πράγεις έτοιμο. Αν δεν μπαίνεις τετραδάν, ένα πιερώνεις πέναλτις. Αν δεν γίνεται τούτο, το ένα το άλλο. Και αν θέλεις να βάλεις όλες τούτες ασφαλιστικές δικλείδες μέσα, να τις βάλεις. Αλλά δυστυχώς λέω σου, το ποδόσφαιρο έγινε έφτασε σαν σημείο τώρα πλέον που money talks, bullshit walks. There's another saying that says what money can solve, more money can. I do believe that no matter who you you have to have people there who know the shit. So maybe you won't have a budget of 20 or 25 million and you can have a budget of 8 million. You have to do things the right way. Uh, so του τον παραπάνω πουλά, ρε φίλε, δηλαδή ότι αφορά ότι πρέπει να βρεθεί μια συμφωνία. Εγώ είμαι και ότι και να πες συμφωνήσουν σε ούλα ο Παπασταύρος τουλάχιστον να συμφωνήσουν σε κάποια πράγματα και να πούσουν, οκ, προχωρούμε, έχουμε αγωνιστικές υποχρεώσεις την επόμενη σεζόν, πρέπει να δούμε πώς προχωρούμε. Συμφωνήσαμε σε όλα τα πράγματα. 
μπορούμε να ξακάτσουμε κάτω στο τραπέζι να συζητήσουμε και κάποια άλλα. Εντάξει, και να δούμε. Είναι μόνο μοναδικός άνθρωπος ο, ο Παπασταύρος στη γη, ούτε οτιδήποτε άλλο. Η ομονία πέρασε πολλά δύσκολα, πάρα πάρα πολλά δύσκολα. Εξεπέρασε τα σε κάποιο βαθμό, τώρα ξαπερνά άλλα και να ξαπεράσει άλλα, αλλά ναι, για μένα ιδανικά το σενάριο ήταν να είμαστε ξανά έναν πράγμα η ομονία. Τούτο για μένα ήταν να, να είναι το ιδανικό. Αλλά εντάξει. Γι' αυτό μιλώ ότι άλλο το ρεαλιστικό, άλλο το ιδανικό, άλλο το, το τι είναι να ήθελα. Θέλω και εγώ να δω, μια... να δω ανθρώπους οι οποίοι ξαναπροσπαθούν για το καλό της της ομάδας. And you said it rightly. We don't want egos. We don't want το... να την αξαμονούν για το ποιος την έχει πιο μεγάλη. Θέλω επιτέλους να δουν κάποιος το καλό της ομόνιας και του κόσμου του της ομάδας. Τούτο το πράγμα θέλω. Και τα άλλα ενάρτουση. You can accept not doing well when you're trying, but this season, the, the, the reasons were not, you know, we as a pod as well, we could have absorbed like three, four, five bad games, a bad spell on the team. You know, if you thought everything else was going right and it was just, you know, a few bad weeks for whatever reason. But this season has been toxic, Refile. It's been toxic. And uh, it's not enough. Like, this is what we're saying. It's not, it's not enough. So a lot of things have to change. Like I said, the, the number of players that should come in for me should be between eight and ten players. Πρέπει να ενισχυθεί το scouting team, πρέπει να έρθει προπονητής, πρέπει προπονητές φυσικής κάστασης, πρέπει να αφήνουν παίχτες προχούς συμβόλαια. So by default, you're going to have to pay more. That's why I'm saying it's important for us to go to Europe uh, by winning the cup. Because if if they if Papa Stavros got a problem putting a couple of million, if you don't go to Europe, then that couple of million is going to be six, seven, eight million that you're going to have to put enabled for you to to compete. And you have to find the reasons why the team hasn't been doing well. For me, it it seems like something very distant from where we are now but on the other hand i think that if they put their asses down and they work it's not rocket science that you, you football you, you can build a team in a summer if if you've got the right people there so if we do have the right people they recruit the right people and they're all there's a job specialization and division of labor and they bring in a group of good players and a manager i think we can we can do well This is what I think. But at the moment, it seems very... Φαίνεται πολλά απομακρυσμένο πράγμα. Και δεδομένη στιγμή μου όλα τα προβλήματα που έχει η ομάδα. Αυτά. Δεν ξέρω. We've done 50 minutes. See if anything changes between now and the end of the season. We, you know, we've got, oh, we've got saying about. So there's 10 playoff games, yeah. 10? If we make top six, because uh, if if we are playing in in if if in top six, and then there's eight. So if you go second group, the you play a couple of games more, I think, uh, yeah, four games more. Right. Sorry. That's yeah. right. So let, let's say. For example, we get into the top six. That's 10 more games. When is the semi-final draw? Is it this week? 
it should be because all the teams are decided and net. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it should be. I it think should be. This it week. should be this week. So yeah. we'll know who we're facing in the cup next. Uh, to be honest, I, I, you have a preference. I, I, I would even turn around and say, yeah, I want Olympia Gors, I want Ael, I want Buffer because the way that we play, man, I don't trust us to get anything out of any of those games. But I'm just so fucking despondent, bro. Honestly, the semi-finals are in April. What the draw is in April? It can't be. It can't, no, the draw the can't be in April. No, the games. The games. Okay, I've oh, got my earpieces. I've run out of battery. Okay. Whatever. So, um, yeah, why have I even taken... Why? Oh. Um, let's see if the other one works. Does the other one work? Probably not. No, it doesn't work. Hey, it doesn't matter. I need to charge it. Whatever. So, anyway, man, look, I, I don't know what else to say, bro, at this point. Let's like yeah, just wrap it up, man. Let's just wrap yeah. it up. I, I, hate, I hate doing it like this. I hate having a pod where it's just so like toxic and so negative, but I don't know, bro. And I'm sure there's a lot more positives to come out of the game than, than we'd think, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm just uh, being so negative about it. I think, you know, I guess Loizo had a good game. If I remember, Loizo had a good game. Pana had a good game. Hector used to have a good game. Uh, Matthews was yeah, decent. It, was, it wasn't, listen, it wasn't bad dressed. It wasn't as bad. Okay. I think the first half, um, we had a few changes in comparison to the previous games, and especially the game against Tapuel in the cup. I think we were okay, but definitely we didn't show that we wanted it a lot more. You know, if you're thinking that this was your last opportunity to make top six uh, and you played against a team that were missing five players and another two that they lost in the early stages of the game, I expected the team to be a little bit more aggressive, more assertive. We had a few chances, but, you know, like I said, I'm not expecting the team to it's not going to happen. Katos uh, is not a master tactician. He's, he's, a, he's a manager that, you know, this is what he's been doing for five, six years. He plays, just he's a passion merchant, like you said. Okay, and he tries to get the best out of our group of players that at the moment seem that they, they, they can't cope or adapt to anything different. Yeah. Okay, he's, he, this is what it is. That's why my expectations aren't very high. Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, look, we, we've complained all season about the, the mentality at the club. And um, how certain players just don't get it. How certain players aren't performing to the level that they should be because whenever we go goal down, their heads drop or they just look demotivated. I guess, you know, on, on, on the evidence shown today and against Abuel, that he's made some difference. He's made some difference in that respect because, you know, they fought back today, which is something that I can't remember. When was the last time we fought back to win a game? I can't remember. It was under Yannick, but I can't remember which game it was. So there's that. And obviously beating Abel, albeit Abel having a few players out or whatever. So, look, I don't want to completely trash the guy because that would be me being 
totally unfair and I don't want to be unfair as much as I didn't want him in the, in the job. I'm, I need to be fair. And all right, the, the, the two victories, the two recent victories. Um, okay, great. Fantastic. But like you said, there's nothing tactically, there's nothing tactically great there with him. Right. And you can only rely on passion and, you know, these, these speeches to, to some point. And then afterwards, you know, the, the ability and the tactics, that, that's when it comes yeah. out. That's when you, you see people, do you know what I mean? That's when you find them wanting. But I agree with you. But what I will say, though, from a tactical perspective, is there any coach in Cyprus that actually stands out the most or actually stands out at all from, like, when you look at what they've got and their resources? Is there anyone that you can say, wow, he really made a good, you know, from going from, say, four at the back to three at the back and maybe pushing a fullback further forward? Like just the attention to detail. Is there anyone that you can say has got that extra in them? Really? No, not really, man. Not not really. But okay, like I said, uh, uh, Sofroni has to has to work. I'm not. He's still young. He's not a very old um, manager. He still ha has to learn. He didn't have the opportunity to take a break, maybe, and improve himself as well because he's been in the game nonstop for like five years. With Apollon, Mike, going back to Apollon, Apoel, Carniotis, Sana, Omonia, I think he needs to maybe take a breather or two, maybe try and improve uh, Leon, Dimbroboni, Digindu, Andilip, Sinas Pumen, Namathina, Iremalion, Barabano, Naprostesi, Allah. He's young, he's still young, and he's got a lot to learn. I mean, uh, some of the traits he has. I would like to have someone like him in the dressing room to be like that. But yeah, not just him. You need you need a bit more. You need a bit more. No, actually, you need a lot more when it comes to managing a team. You have Prasiso Robian, Stesan Didrasisu, Pram Boris Nagais Polalla Prada. I don't want to be unfair with Sofronis. This is what I expected from him. I didn't expect something. Magic as Pune, but it is what it is. And Dame Costas and Refile, Tomon Moho and Nagam and Naberiven when the Josis is on, Chevalent Amuna in Evoi, Padoje Prin. Yamena any any on whose most team a woman is Sezon. Genjaipu and Nacrino Aspira, Alla Tora, Eshis Puda de Hnitkanada Vexis, Cheshis Chunk, Cheto Gibello, Oson Nato Ibodimos and Dogandume, Enena Stiklos and με διαφορετικές προϋποθέσεις μπορείς να μπεις, δηλαδή ακόμα και το που θέλουμε να κάνουμε, η κατάκτωση κυβέλου να μας βοηθήσει. So, ε, και επαναλαμβάνω, είπε τόσο ο Ανδρέας, ότι ό,τι και να γίνει, έφαλλαξε ο προγραμματισμός της εγωγής σεζόν και ε, συμφωνώ, αν το είπα συμπούσαμε, δεν έχει κάτι άλλο να προσθέσουμε. So, νομίζω να το αφήσω, να το αφήσουμε να δάμε. Ως especially after the things that I've said earlier on in this pod, I know people are going to be getting in the comments and everything, but I'm not one of these people that wants to see managers fail. Okay. At our club, any manager that comes in, regardless of whether I like them or not, 
I want them to succeed because it's for the benefit of the club. When when Lennon was announced as coach, I remember on the show saying he wasn't the guy that I wanted, but we got to back him. Yeah. And Sofroni isn't the guy that I wanted, but we have to back him. And yes, I did. I still think he's a passion merchant. I'm not going to lie to you. Right. But look, if we if he could get the best out of these players and salvage our season and win the cup, look, I'll, I'll be absolutely over the moon for the guy. You know, I'll be over the moon for him because it's, it's good for the club. And as you said, Roy, he's, he's young. He's what, 45 years old? He's like Milovic is 53, Burgess 53, Odras 52, I think. I think the Addis coach is probably the youngest one in the top 35. Six, 35, yeah. Um, yeah and you can see him as well. He He's the U- Ukrainian Sofroni. You, you can't control his temper. He's, yeah. He is, absolutely. Absolutely. So, look. Um, as I said, I don't want the guy to fail. I want him to be a success because that means when he's a success, the club is a success. Um, but at the same time, you know, we can't lose sight of the, the facts. The yeah. facts are we've we've struggled to to win today in a game which we should have done. And maybe this is me giving doing Gadmiodis a disservice because with five players out with virus and two players coming off injured, you know, maybe I'm, I'm doing them a disservice and saying that perhaps. You know they didn't work hard enough. I think they were they were very good. I think they were very good defensively against us today, and they they limited us. But again, it goes back to what I said about the tactical side of things. You know, you need to switch it up a little bit. And the whole game, it was it was the same sort of thing for us. We just pushed high, and we were just hoping to either get the ball in the box or just figure something out. And I get it when you're playing against teams with a low block, it's difficult. But you need more movement through the middle. So, look, I, I'm, I'm going to try to be more positive from now on, somehow, um, for the sake of this pod and for the sake of the people watching. And, um, yay, we won. Maybe top six. <laughs> Ad, thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Is that it? You're not even going to do, like, an outro? Oh, it's not going to be a like, subscribe, Hit, hit that like button, by the way, because let, let me let me see how many likes we got on the previous the previous one the uh, the one where we beat Abuel and everyone was just so excited that we uh, we beat Abuel. How many? Let me let me find it there. Let me find it. Eighty, eighty something. What likes? I think eighty something. I will find out. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. We haven't done a giveaway in a while either, to be honest. Like, we need to do a giveaway. Shall we do a giveaway like next show? Or, yeah, well, let's discuss it. And, and we will we'll decide. Yes. Nah, we're going to Are guys more? Let's go. Fuck and all that. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.